Hello, my name is Muhammad Sawaji Sisakbi and welcome to CWTC Community Podcast uh, on our local issues segment, which is also being recorded on our CWTV online community channel, connecting and supporting our diverse communities. Today, we would like to discuss the heavy responsibility a council leader has, particularly in these difficult times. At the same time, continue to provide essential services uh, for the community. But we also need to find out some of the great work being done around regeneration and health and social care plans for the borough. And who's better to guide us? The leader of the council himself, Alan Brett. Alan, welcome. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, Councillor Alan Brett is the leader of the council, as I mentioned, and uh, also uh, a representative of Mugstone and Deepish Ward. He sits on Association of Greater Manchester Executive Board and several strategic and reform committees. Um, Alan, tell us about the leader of the council. What does he do? Uh, well, eventually the book stops here, I think is the uh, phrase that uh, we use. Yeah. Um, well, I run a corporate team, obviously, and we all cooperate, but uh, major decisions and ideas should come out of my office, yeah. and hopefully we'll do there. Yeah. But I don't do the day-to-day -day running. I think this is one of the things that uh, people find difficult to understand, is we have officers to run the council, yes. we make the policy, and we check that those policies are being carried out. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm sure there is a lot of them. I to keep up with it. Okay, uh, we are, as mentioned, in a, a very challenging and difficult time, um, and certainly in our history, uh, never seen anything like, like it. And I'm sure the, the Russell Borough Council uh, has been very proactive in collaboration with the communities, with the services, and vice versa. You know, we've been supporting each other to keep uh, safe, basically, and, and carry on. Um, so, in terms of the guidance currently, what would you give to the families, schools and businesses? Well, the guidance, of course, is one of my officers who's very much in touch in the community and uh, does a lot said, he's almost stopped reading the latest guidance because every time he reads the instructions, they change. Mm -hmm. But the basic ones are, yeah. wash your hands, yes. open your windows yeah. and keep the safe distance. Yes. Okay, so yeah. no over social mixing. Uh, and on schools, uh, we've recently uh, issued in collaboration because we can't tell the schools what to do, mm. we can only advise. Yes. And we've been advising them recently because mm. one of the big problems has been yeah. national government mm. has been trying to run things from London in, in, instead of uh, letting us do it locally. Yeah. Yeah. So I could give you many examples yeah. of that, yeah. but uh, on a serious note, uh, if you, if in doubt, go on the website. If you really got something you're not certain about, well, bring one of your local councillors. Well, I, I find that whenever we want to seek <coughs> some guidance about the services, about the guidelines, uh, my, my uh, first step is to go on the council's <coughs> website. And if I need to go in, uh, in more detail, go on the uh, www.gov.uk and you, you can get the guidelines from there. <coughs> um, the difficult periods, particularly for the uh, business and the services that we are currently facing, uh, in terms of council, uh, <coughs> what are we doing to, to help them to sustain really? Well, 
we're doing everything we can. In fact, uh, we haven't suffered as badly as perhaps some other areas. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. Is because our um, one of our main uh, strengths of the borough is the distribution services, and of course they're still going strong and, and, and even more so. But even in this tool times, with the reopening of most of the shops, the new shopping centre has been a success. Yeah. Uh, but every grant that we think is possible, yeah. we've made, uh, and we've even had some discretion. Uh, so the hospitality industry, we've been really trying our best yeah. to make sure they can help with their cash flow, uh, rate relief and anything that helps businesses uh, outside the government's national furlough system. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I have to say that uh, we've all also been the beneficiary of that as well, to keep going. Uh, certainly in terms of the voluntary sector, it's been so important uh, to keep everybody on the uh, 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 you know, um, line, uh, so that we can sustain ourselves. And then again, we have a Brexit transition. Now, I'm sure you've got a lot on your plate, and uh, every time you turn around, there's always something. Um, uh, you're trying to resolve something here, something else comes comes up. But this is ongoing, and this is going to affect our trade. It's going to affect our labour market, families, jobs, personal circumstances. And what advice would you give? Uh, go on the uh, website, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who, who reckons they understand what's going on yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. is either fooling themselves or yeah. telling lies. Yes. But on a serious note, mm. yes, I thought the word Brexit mm. had disappeared from my uh, vocabulary mm. to be replaced by Covid, but suddenly it seems it's come back again. Yes. I just hope we get a deal yes. uh, before Christmas, mm. but hopefully uh, people will uh, be able to adapt to it yeah. and the council is always ready and RDA yeah. and all the agencies in Agency, Rochdale yeah. are prepared for it. Yeah. Uh, and, and preparation is one thing and it's about uh, working with each other is another thing. We have to work as a society. We have to sort of support each other to carry uh, these challenges, uh, you know, or meet these challenges together. You did mention earlier about the shopping centre. Um, it's a beautiful site. Uh, unfortunately, because of the coronavirus, we're not being able to celebrate it as much because you want people to come and enjoy blah blah. But then you have to, uh, you know, go by the guidelines. Uh, so currently, at the moment, what sort of feedback have you had from the public, from the businesses? Well, uh, everybody who's come down yeah. has said marvelous. No. <coughs> <coughs> One of the things that's done really well. Is Marks and Spencers because that's okay. been open all the time. Yeah. <coughs> Others haven't. But one or two of the shops, when they have been open, have been the number ones in the northwest. Right. I understand next to starting their Boxing Day sales at 5 a.m. in the morning. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, the ice cream parlor at, um, I, f I can't remember its name, it's simply delicious, but. Yeah. Uh, Certainly the BAME community like ice cream and as you know I'm an honorary uh, Kashmiri stroke, uh, yes. sunny Muslim, sunny Catholic and I like ice cream so I was there. Unfortunately <coughs> it's not operating at the moment mm. uh, because they don't seem to feel that they can do it by takeaway whereas when I went in mm. that's what I did, takeaway. I not only thought the choices were brilliant but the value. Good. 
the cinema has really suffered, and that has been a problem. Yeah. The golf, when when it when it could open, was absolutely doing record business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's mixture. The other shop that I find is the works. I don't know if you know, but uh, one of the ways I've survived lockdown mm. is doing jigsaws. I've always done jigsaws, okay. uh, but now I'm, they're almost perpetual. But I don't do the straightforward ones. I do what's called wazigu, which are sometimes you, the picture on the box is not what the uh, jigsaw is. Uh, I even raised some money for charity via the mayor. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure the viewers can see this. We've got this fruit and nut mix. And I've just bought a few myself, so please go and buy, especially for money. <laughs> but I mean, the mayor challenged me to do a, a jigsaw uh, that he'd found impossible well, to do. Uh, and then, of course, people hear about it and make pledges. So we raised a few hundred quid for yeah. the mayor's yeah. charity. Yeah. So the shopping centre is a success, yeah. but it could be an even greater success when lockdown finishes. And uh, certainly when you look at, look at it from the top or from the sides, the landscape looks beautiful, you know, and, and I'm sure things will grow over time. Uh, but unfortunately you can't do anything when you get a situation like before. No, but there is other things happening. As you walk, if you walk from Riverside, the, our offices through to Bailey Street, yes. that area now is going to become a sort of heritage shop, another shopping area. Excellent. And uh, hopefully, uh, that will add to, to the ambience of the of the borough yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, for everything else. It lacks two things. Mm -hmm. As you know, we've got a very large BAME population. Sure. So I've been challenging some of my councillors, some of the local businessmen who all say, why haven't you got this and why haven't you got that? I flip it on its head and say, well, why haven't you taken the chance? So I say now to your listeners, to your yeah, everybody yeah. else, yeah, yeah. I think what's lacking in the new shopping area is a very high class Asian restaurant sure, sure. and sure. also a very high class Asian ladies shop because it shouldn't just be next and the others. There is some very good some shops. Yeah. There are, you know and I know. So why can't some entrepreneur yeah. set up one in the borough? And there are a couple of units available. And, and that's a great offer. And at the same time, I think you have to be on board to make things happen. Correct. And uh, unless you do that, things could get missed. But at the same time, the offer is here. Um, and, uh, and I'm sure uh, Alan and his team will support that. Uh, in terms of the uh, integrated commissioning board, <laughs> which looks at health and social care, yeah? uh, can you give us a bit more about it and what's the purpose of it? Well, you've certainly done your research. Uh, it, it's to try and say, you can't have a separate NHS and a separate council running services. It's got to be integrated. So we pull the budgets together yeah. <coughs> to do the commissioning mm -hmm. and hopefully by doing that, our public health role and the other, and hopefully, not only will we save some money mm -hmm. for the gov from the National Exchequer, but we'll also disco uh, deliver better services. And yeah. I think that will happen, yeah. and uh, it's taking a while, and the government's got other consultations, but I think we're ahead of most other boroughs in yes. Greater Manchester. Excellent. Uh, so just for the viewers and the listeners to understand, 
Uh, what sort of services does it involve? Well, you uh, well so uh, obviously so many, but adult care is one, yeah, yeah. and that's always uh, a problem. Mm. Things like uh, uh, pregnancy prevention, obesity, mm. uh, diabetes, which is big in the uh, yeah. BAME community, yeah, yeah. Uh, smoking. No, I've never smoked. This coughs. Must be your air conditioning. Uh, but on a serious That's note, it's a new place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On a serious note, it's about uh, trying to prevent rather than uh, cure. So we're out there uh, commissioning services yeah. to prevent uh, these things, and it's getting over the message. So if one person today listens mm -hmm. and stops smoking. I think this will have been a successful broadcast. <laughs> Certainly. And at the same time, as they say, prevention uh, is better than uh, the kill. Uh, that is very true, yes. And uh, so in, ter in terms of bringing on, in terms of the awareness side as well, and you know, I'm a firm believer in the voluntary sector. 30 years of my life has been a commitment with that. And uh, the amount of, uh, not just value for money, but the care it brings to uh, between the services, between the communities, and uh, and for, for its purpose, uh, and I know the support that the council gives, but I know that as well. Uh, uh, and there's always uh, more we can do, you know, but we do it collectively. So, in terms of the voluntary sector, um, so your views on it, and and sort of what financial support. Uh, um, and the in-kind that support comes from the council, can you just uh, give overviews and listeners a bit more pro right. broader perspective? Right, well we've been working very closely with Action together. I'm actually on the board for that. Right, well, and you'll know that. Yes. And so that's been a success. Yeah. We've given them money, we've fed money through. The, uh, uh, the Sparth Community Centre, which is actually in the ward, yes. I called in there recently, is now where the food is distributed. Yeah because the food bank rolled well. Yes. When uh, the government uh, said it wasn't going to feed children during the uh, half-term break, I stepped in and made sure that every family uh, got £15 per child. Uh, we've now reinforced that for Christmas, and it's £40 per child uh, over the Christmas holiday, and now hopefully there's enough money to do it again <coughs> at half-term. Yeah, uh, equally, uh, I work with people uh, like Mohamed Shiraz, all the others, so I think it now called Eden House. I know it as the Magistrates Court, so if anybody wants to volunteer help, uh, I'm not wearing a Santa Claus outfit, but I'll be there on Christmas Day uh, along with lots of other volunteers, and I think that's when we're best. Rochdale is the home of cooperation, and I think what this um, pandemic has shown is cooperation yeah. in the 21st century is alive and well. Super. Uh, yes, there's some great projects uh, and uh, as you mentioned Shiraz and many other people who are actually doing a very nice job with the sport from the council. Um, we've just recently completed a, a survey report around dementia and that, that was uh, uh, supported by the Department of Health and Social Care funded by the Risk Equality Council. council. And uh, some uh, some very uh, good findings uh, as we uh, you know engaged service users and new people as well, and that's been looked at by HMRCCG and uh, uh, Andrea Fallon uh, and also Greater Manchester Dementia uh, United because there's some good recommendations there as well. So we could, we will look at that and see how we can improve things really, uh, both our services and some of the voluntary sector 
and, and help people out there. Now mental health, which we're finding, is increasing uh, uh, all the time, particularly with, with this uh, COVID as well. At the same time, BIM uh, community has been identified as having more of health inequalities as well. So in, what's your progress has been towards that or what the council in terms of finding out what the issues are? What's, what's, what's come on your table really? Well, uh, like everybody else, I think uh, dementia awareness is, is one thing. Yeah. Sorry about this, that's that's not the yourself. Well, this <laughs> anyway, um, um, it's awkward, not to worry. Uh, I'll run you back. Um, dementia awareness, I think, is the first thing. And yeah. I went on a dementia awareness uh, course, and I think most people do. I think the other thing is, we use the word dementia to cover all sorts. You'll have found this out. Yeah. All sorts of things. Alzheimer's. Uh, not to worry. I'll maybe turn the off, put it on silent, because you'll probably think. <laughs> Brian, I'll ring you back in five minutes. Uh, seriously, so it, it's that in it. Uh, I must have a touch of forgetfulness, I call it, yeah. not turning that off. Um, it's awareness, it's doing that, it's also um, trying to find a cure, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's okay. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've managed to find the vaccine for COVID. <clears throat> when are we going to find something more help for? Uh, for, for dementia and I think that's the biggest thing yeah. uh, and so again the problem is there's so many demands on our charities and most yeah. of us at Christmas mm. uh, in the uh, BAME community a lot of them uh, during Ramadan etc mm. give a lot more money yeah. so hopefully uh, that will be one of the charities that receives money yeah. over this period. Great so in terms of the mental health now how can we actually uh, right, make well, head with this? Well we? one of the things is yeah. You'll not, uh, well, you're not, you'll be surprised, but this body here goes to a gym every morning Excellent. for 30 minutes Excellent. and sits on a bicycle reading a newspaper but cycling. Very good. Now then, I think one of the best things to do is exercise. I'm hoping if we go into a worse tier than we're in, they don't close the gyms this time. Yes. It's one of, I find it one of the safest environments going. Uh, everybody socially distances. We're all there. Uh, he often has his doors open. It's a bit cold, but then you pedal faster. Yeah. Uh, and so that the mental health thing is big. Yeah. Some of us cope better than others. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mentioned I've been coping by jigsaws, and I do a lot of reading. I read thrillers. Uh, also, I'm very busy, so mm. I'm trying to perhaps do this. Mm. But I really do think that the mental health is the unseen and under all of this COVID. And so it really does. Uh, needs need some attention, yeah, attention yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. one of my top priorities. Excellent, excellent. And I have to say, uh, because being on the board for Link for Life, uh, the council and Link for Life really works together uh, to keep things open and to sustain, etc. And uh, um, you know, a sport like this, where we know we not only bring value for money, but a great service for the community. And exercise gym, using of the gym, keeping it sustained, keeping the membership going, please, so that we can <laughs> keep it going. Uh, and that's the kind of sport we all uh, need to give each other. Uh, we have some other fantastic things going on, and this is the point of uh, bringing you here, uh, Aaron, because some some things we don't know. 
and I think the viewers and the listeners must get to know there are other things besides uh, talking about generic stuff. We have a fantastic uh, uh, renovation happening with Town Hall, £16 million. And more. And more, okay, okay. And, and that's because uh, all the great teams are working together to bring that money in. But it's uh, important to be creative and innovative so there's a greater well being in our uh, community. Tell us about this great renovation. Well, um, like any project now, and I'm sure you'll be invited in to, to, to do a video of it, etc. I was having <coughs> the planning consultation. When yes, well, that, but I hope we're going to be keeping a video record. But it's not just about the renovation. Yeah. It's about training and getting the skills that we're doing, yeah. which will be then passed on. And hopefully the building will then, it's been open for over 100 years, will last another 100 years. Generations it's got to, to come. Yeah, it's got to start on time yeah. as soon as it's closed. Yeah. Uh, it's sad that it closes and people can't have that venue for their events, etc. Yeah. Yeah. But if we don't uh, do it up, then it will not be fit for purpose. And it's not just the building itself, but it's the surrounds. So we've got to make sure that surrounds fit in what is a world-class heritage site. Yeah, and it's a beautiful one. It has a world-level image. But it's not the only building. Uh, what was the refurbished market uh, across uh, the old uh, building society building mm. is where the uh, music service is going, which is coming out of the town hall and they're going in there. Okay. That should be ready to open uh, either just Someone before Christmas or in the very near future, so, yeah, all right, yeah. and and there are other projects yeah, yeah. and other developments okay. throughout the town centre. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, that's great, um, uh, and I think we just have to wait, be a bit more patient now than ever, I suppose, and uh, let things, um, you know, come as they as they come. Uh, then we have another iconic uh, um, f uh, former fire station, which you're obviously in the ward of. Uh, there's a fantastic amount of work that's happening. I think it started already. No, it's the, the, the museum part yeah. is well on the way yeah. and should be open early in the new year. All right. Right. But the other part of it yeah. is an economic development that's offices, uh, um, I think there'll be some retail and everything else. Mm. I've also asked that the trust should represent the community. Mm. Now, as you know, most of the people who live in my ward are, are Kashmiris, some Punjabis, mm. but there is a very small uh, Bangladeshi community yeah, yeah. who live up there. Yeah. And where do they all live? Just round the fire museum in those uh, former firemen houses. Yeah, yeah. Shrewd people, the Bangladeshis, <laughs> buying, those, uh, buying those houses. Okay, Not only the best cooks, Yes. in the uh, Asian yeah, restaurants, yeah. but also those who've bought them. So hopefully that will happen yeah. and uh, uh, it will go ahead. And we want to make it not just a facility for you know the Northwest, yeah. but it's got to be a community facility yeah. as well. I think it's a, a beautiful asset, beautiful resource, uh, and it's got everything you would need as a, a cultural hub. And I'm sure it's going to be created. So, well done for uh, sporting that as well, and it's going to give another uh, great image for the town. So people are not only use it within, it, within, but also come from other towns as well. So, great service. Uh, any other major plans that, that you think uh, maybe we need to uh, tap into? Well, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but we just granted planning permission for uh, 
phase two of uh, Riverside. Oh. That's behind the shopping centre. Mainly housing and a hotel right. with a remote possibility, and I've got to be honest, yeah, yeah. a remote possibility of uh, an office building. Mm -hmm. But then if you drive up Drake Street, that's an heritage action area, mm -hmm. and to the top area there, mm -hmm. uh, near the railway station, there's some major developments going to go on there, mainly uh, housing, mm -hmm. flats and other things. Uh, because uh, you can get into Manchester if that's where you want to work but don't want to pay Manchester yeah. housing prices uh, 20 minutes. That's, that's brilliant, brilliant. Great planning uh, um, going ahead. Uh, in terms of uh, the uh, surgery, I don't, I don't think you got, <laughs> uh, you're doing much of that now. But, uh, well, and, I'll uh, tell you what I am doing. Yeah. Okay. Um, what we did do, we did. We got permission and had one at Castlemere Community Centre right. in their big hall okay. because it's yeah. big enough for yeah. people to socially distance and that. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't quite shouting at each other when, uh, but I have a loud voice at the best times, a uh, bit of things there. So we've done that. But I'm regularly on the phone. You have just me, my phone yeah. uh, is there, yeah. and I've spent the last uh, week or so delivering uh, Labour Party Christmas cards. Yeah in the ward and I think that's one way of keeping in and it's amazing uh, folk here something come through the door and they come to the door I never miss an opportunity to introduce myself Super. okay and of course they've built quite a few new houses by countryside for rent mm. I did a, a totally random survey to find out where the people come there were three lots they'd either moved from within the ward themselves mm. They'd moved from elsewhere in Rochdale, mm -hmm. but then quite a few had come from Manchester. Right. Now, when they say Manchester, you never know whether they mean the city yeah. or the rest of it, but there. So, new housing, new opportunities, yeah. but I'm always available yeah. at the end of an email or at the end of a phone, and unlike the it's there on the website, I don't hide it, and on my Christmas card, it's, it gives me phone number and me email. Well, wonderful. Well, you're here today and uh, sacrificing your good time um, to come and uh, be with us. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, coming to Christmas, how are you celebrating it? <laughs> are you going to be staying at home or not? Oh, yeah. You've got to stay at home. I mean, I've given you that. There'll be three of us. Okay. Uh, my, myself, my wife, and uh, the daughter, who, who's in the bubble with us, I think. So, that's the three. My son will not be coming down because his partner uh, thinks uh, we shouldn't be mixing and therefore uh, she controls it and therefore <laughs> they, uh, we've invited him and we said we're game but you've got to respect people's views and now of course it's just for the one day Christmas day yeah. so there yeah. but what I have been doing a lot of is walking because uh, we've got some beautiful countryside around here yeah I do a lot of um, up Newey in Pythorn and Ogden and mm -hmm. I've done a lot of walking up there. My daughter has a dog. So I've never been a dog or animal lover, but we borrow the dog. It gives me an incentive. The other place I've walked you borrow a dog. Uh, I borrow a dog. <laughs> yeah. The other place I've walked is along the canal. Okay. And I managed in stages when the weather was a lot better mm -hmm. to get as far as nearly Ebden Bridge in one direction yeah. Yeah. and to the other side of Middleton in the other. Wow. I, no, not all at one go, in hourly stretches, I'm not that good a walker, but uh, it's good.